in the know. To be knowledgeable or having access to information about something, being privy to special or new information, or this program on KXIT. It's time now for In the Know, brought to you by your Dalhart Connection, bringing our community together with new and important information with your host, Dyke Rogers, and this week's guest. Okay, well, welcome to this week's edition of In the Know. I'm your host, Dyke Rogers, and our guests today are Mario Garcia, the chief of uh, fire chief here in Dalhart, and Scott White, the fire chief in Hartley. Uh, welcome, guys. Morning. Good morning. Uh, this morning, we're going to talk a little bit about the the new facility that's being proposed to be built uh, out on uh, 54, where the old Alco used to be. Talk to us a little bit about that. Okay. This is a project that's been working on for years now. I started on <clears throat> years back with uh, Chief Brown and some of the former staff uh, with the city. Uh, so they went with this, the building, you know, that used to be formerly known as Alco, and uh, we started working on this. Uh, they got the finances from uh, some COVID money in the past uh, to purchase the building, and um, that only goes so far. They only got so much of that from the COVID uh, to do so much to that building. Uh, some of the kind of like get us to a point of like a nutshell. Uh, so concrete work done and some uh, asbestos abatement, uh, electrical uh, updates, and uh, the roof updates on that. Uh, we got to a point to where didn't have enough to finish this all out. And this and, and for this whole building is going to accommodate fire, police, and EMS, all in this building together. It's been a lot, a lot of work <clears throat> done in the background uh, with engineering, uh, architect, putting uh, you know different offices in place and the bays where the trucks are going to go uh, for the fire department and the EMS and then there is going to be a training room in the center of this thing a uh, big training room for all three entities to use and any other entities in the counties and the cities that want to use this can also come in and use this also and it's also going to have a meeting room it's going to have a large large room that uh, will fit um, a lot more uh, students and just uh, occupants in there that we haven't been able to do in the past, uh, so we can so we'll be able to train more folks in more different things. Okay, well, Mario, I can see where it'd be an advantage to have everybody together in one spot. Mm -hmm. And I've I've been down to the fire department when you've tried to pull the trucks out and you're having to move them around, and and that causes a little bit of stall. Even though you guys do a great job, it's not all that easy to get things in and out and so forth. So I can see where that would be a big plus. Mm -hmm. As you're setting up in this, will the police department be there also? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Okay, so the current fire department and the current police department, where those buildings are, they'll all be moved out into the new, or will there still be facilities in the where they are presently? Um, where they are now, we will. everybody will move out to the new building. Okay, will police dispatch be out there too? Uh, dispatch will not. They'll, they'll stay where they are now. Police, the dispatch altogether works for all all entities here in the two counties and city so they'll stay there at the at the where they're at currently but the police department themselves and us and ems will all leave our current facilities and go to the new building 
Okay, well, I know there's been a lot of question about how this is getting paid for, and you said it began with the COVID money, uh, and uh, the city has now passed a uh, certificate of obligation, I think, for about $2.5 million mm-hmm. to help fund this. And there was a little bit of controversy about that. There was a petition drive and so forth to maybe have an election, and there, there was some a lot of information out. I don't know how much of that was accurate or inaccurate. I've read uh, some things in the paper that said it, it, the information that the people who signed the petition had wasn't accurate. Uh, can you kind of straighten that out for us, Scott? Would you give me a little information on that? Yeah, and, and go back a little bit. Um, so when this project first started uh, in 2019, early 2019, the the original proposal was to build a complete new facility downtown. Uh, they were going to tear out where the current EMS building is and build to the west with a complete new building there. And that actually was on the ballot for a bond election in uh, in May of 20. And due to some other things unseen, and I was taken off of the ballot and decided not to do to pursue that outlook. So, as far as the the petition goes, it's my understanding that that according to the state rules, there were certain items that uh, things on that petition that had to be met: a voter ID number or driver's license number, uh, address, and all that thing stuff. And in my understanding, that none of that was on there. All that was on there was signatures. And, and so that didn't meet the criteria on that, from what I understand. Okay, but what about the information about it? Who's who's actually paying for this? So, Does the city pay all the expenses on the fire department, the police department, the EMS? No. The uh, So the certificate obligation will be paid for by the taxpayers inside the city limits of dollar. That billing will be paid for. But as far as yearly operations, um, the two counties and the city – pay for the budget for dollar volunteer fire department um it's broken down per call uh so they take the annual the annual budget of the, of the fire department and then they take total number of calls and then whether that call the number of calls in Dallas county number of calls in hartley county and the number of calls in the city so that total number is broken down to per call dollar amount and then that's split up between the counties and the city on whether the counties the calls were out in the county or in the city and over the last 10 years the two counties have actually paid more of that budget than the city has as far as day-to-day operations of the volunteer fire department um the ems in the city is is contracted amr um, through the hospital district that is funded largely by the hospital district but is also paid for by both counties and the city with a stipend every year on on what on that budget to provide amr service to the city and the counties also the police department is is totally funded by the city. That's that's the city's deal. You know, both counties have their own sheriff's department, their own law enforcement. So that's how that's funded. Okay. Well, now Hartley has their own ambulance service, don't they? And as does TextLine, I think. Yes, um, Hartley. So in in that same sense, Hartley County also funds Channing Volunteer Fire Department and Hartley Volunteer Fire and Hartley Volunteer EMS through the counties. That's funded. Uh, in Dallam County, TextLine has a volunteer fire department and EMS that is funded by Dallam County themselves. Well, I hear the word volunteer pretty often in that discussion. There's a lot of volunteerism going on here in the fire department, isn't there? Lots of volunteers. Um, I'm not sure in the two counties how exactly how many volunteers there are. I know yesterday we had a, a major traffic wreck east of Hartley, and we had Hartley Fire and EMS, Dallart Fire, Channing Fire Department, and we called the hazmat team from Dumas. At one point yesterday, we had 26 
fire an EMS personnel on at that scene, and that didn't include law enforcement either. So Wow, and that's volunteer. That's mm-hmm. volunteer. Other than the Dumas Hazmat team, they're paid through Dumas Fire Department, but everybody else is volunteer. Well, I tell you, that's something the communities ought to be really proud of and really grateful that you guys are willing to do that. And, and one other thing I'd like to say on that, what we do, but we, it comes, and I've been wanting to say this for a while, but employers. Mm-hmm. Every one of us out there yesterday was being paid by somebody else that we were supposed to be at their job site working for them, and we weren't. Or they're self-employed. Guys, a lot of my guys are self-employed, so they weren't on their business taking care of it. So I, I want to get that big thanks out to all the employers that employ volunteer fire and EMS personnel. Mm-hmm. Well, good. Well, it's a sacrifice for everybody involved, but it's worthwhile. I don't. If I have a fire, I want somebody to show up. Right. <laughs> or, or I guess if I need an ambulance, I need yeah. somebody to show up there too. Yeah. Okay, so talk to me a little bit about the building itself. What all are you doing there, Mario? You said you've kind of explained some of the things that go in there, but what's the real advantage to having this all in one spot? Having us all together there, if anybody has any questions or anything's going on, like if we got a fire that's working on an investigation, you know, we're right there close to, to uh, PD. We can get with them and have any questions with that, or EMS has something, right? And we do it now because you know they're just down the, just down the block from us. So if they need some help from us, they just you know come on over and, and talk with us, and we visit, and and that's just kind of the uh, the thing with all of this first responders, and especially you know with the fire department and uh, Dalhart Fire and Hartley Fire, are very close uh, departments, and it's just a brotherhood between uh, all the first responders. The, you know the PD and, and EMS all there together, and then uh, with us all there in that same building, we can collaborate and train and, and just grow as a uh, first responder group here in Dalhart and, and for the for the surrounding areas uh, to improve ourselves. Okay, well let's go back to cost for a second. This uh, CO that the uh, that the city passed, I think it's for two and a half million dollars. Is that enough money to complete this project? Uh, <clears throat> yes, that'll that'll get the everything completed on uh, the construction wise on this building. Uh, that'll have us uh, move in ready for this building. Uh, we may have to do some fundraising and uh, items like desks and tables and stuff like that. But uh, other than that, that'll have us move in ready at that point. And in, in all all three entities ready to move in. It was proposed to to do this in stages, but. You know, there's a lot of things go. If you if you start a project and it's the rest of it seems to keep it functioning the way it was, a lot of those projects don't ever happen. But this, from my understanding, this amount of money will get all three entities moved in and ready and ready to ready to start operations. Okay. Is there anything you want the community to know that we haven't asked here or that we haven't talked about yet? Um, <clears throat> just that uh, this is something that's been needing to be done for for a while and then there's been a lot of work behind the scenes from several different folks uh throughout the years and uh we had uh, we started this uh capital campaign back in november and if uh, some folks don't understand what that is it's a, you know it's just a fundraiser to to try to raise money to get you know to get this done to get this built and uh we didn't that thing never caught any traction and uh so that that's why we're at at this point where we are now so well, where the CO, uh, as I understand it, and, and maybe you've got the info on this, maybe you don't, but I understand that it's about two cents uh, per $100 valuation on your uh, on Dalhart property. Mm-hmm. Is that about the right number? Yes, sir. Yes, sir. That's, that's what I understand is from 
from listening to the uh, financial advisors that come and talk to the city about it. And it's a it's a twenty year it's a twenty year note. That's what it is. Well, this has been in the know, part of the Dalhart Connection. Be sure and go to kxit.com for past episodes and community info. And if you want somebody else to listen to this, just refer them to that website. We'll see you next week.